Not great, Bob. So that's the thing. I, that's how I always remembered from that gif. He walks in and Bob Benson says, how's it going, Peter? And he says, not great, Bob. So it's very different. <laughs> okay. He's like, it's like right. more exasperated. Like, it's funny you should fucking ask because it's not great, Bob. Oh, yeah, it's much different than what I expected because I mean, just from that gif, it looks like not great, Bob. It, yeah, it looks like not great, Bob. <laughs> we just went long on not great, Bob. <laughs> we did. That's right. Brunch, hit it, boys. I think Carly Rae Jepsen slipped up. How so? So she's doing the thing where after she puts out an album, she puts out the quote-unquote B-sides, and that's like the other batch. And it worked extremely well with Emotion, and then it would, what were they called? Emotion Side B or Emotion B-sides, whatever? Yeah. That had a, like a very believable... The first batch was the best songs, and then these are just the other songs that were recorded around that time. And hey, like you can prefer a lot of these songs to the songs on the the on actual emotion. She just did that with dedicated, and it is so clear that she's just actually like, okay, I'm gonna record 20 songs, 25 songs, whatever, and I'll just split them up evenly. But she slipped up because it's not even close. Dedicated B-sides, that's a good album. Dedicated stunk. This is actually uh, let's not the, slander she dedicated. The good ones. She saved all the good ones for the the quote unquote B sides. Ah, uh, so let's not slander dedicated here. Dedicated has some high peaks. It's not as complete of an album as uh, you know. You mentioned emotion and B side working for that, but it, that's because emotion was like a fucking unbelievable album, like start to finish. So right. it's like if you have some B-sides for that and they're like good songs, you're like, oh, okay, I, well, I guess I could see you having stuff on the cutting room floor that's not quite as good as the stuff on Emotion. This one, it was like if you if you sw- swapped out like half a dozen songs from Dedicated and you swapped in these songs, you'd have a really good complete album uh, that almost competes with So, with so that's what I'm saying. She clearly didn't, though. She clearly didn't put all the best songs on... Yeah. On dedicated, I think the the plan was okay. We had fun with the emotion and the emotion B side, so this is again going to be like a double album, and I'll just release them one at a time. But there's got to be like pe- people, pref- a lot of people prefer emotion B sides to emotion. I think that emotions well, people a, are wrong a, a little better. Yeah. But this is like you clearly think that these B side, quote unquote B side, B side. By the way, to the those. The, the kids out there a side would be the single and the b side would be like an album cut or something that was left off an album and you just put it out there for example silver springs left off of rumors i think it was the b side of the go your own way single so the b sides were like just legitimately like the trash your extra little things these are these songs are clearly better than the quote-unquote a but i also think that they're safer which for Carly Rae Jepsen, she I feel like she she's not down with like safe a lot. Yeah, she likes. Uh, I don't know. She likes the uh, like. For me, dedicated was was notable just because like she did a lot of weird stuff on that, and yeah. some of it worked, some of it didn't. 
but like she took some chances with dedicated and a lot of these songs on the b-side are like very safe but very enjoyable pop songs so it's funny you you say that she's safe and i feel like one of my friends brought this up on twitter like why doesn't she have more like top 40 hits where people just so turned off by yeah like yeah like were people so turned off by call me maybe that they just didn't want to hear carly ray jepson again and it is a good question because it's not like she like she's working with all the the hit makers. She's not th- these are like leg- these are the same people that are making the top forty songs that are making the Carly Rae Jepsen songs. But and she it's a great question like, because she's making straight up radio hits. Yeah, yeah, but there you said that these songs are safe. Like there is some sort of quality to it though that is a little more chewy than your. Uh, Taylor Swift songs or whatever that are just like really, really basic, but, but really, really good sounding. There's like some, just like melodically there's, she's a little weirder. She's still very, very safe and accessible and everybody's going to enjoy it. But like, it's, I could see how like someone who only listens to Taylor Swift and who only listens to, uh, what do people listen to now? Ariana Grande is not a good example because her songs can be kind of sophisticated, but like someone who only listens to, whatever is Megan trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if you're a trainer head and you hear Carly Rae Jepsen, well, a, depending on your gender, you might be predisposed to, to not liking Carly Rae Jepsen for some reason, but say you are a male trainer head and you listen to Carly Rae Jepsen. uh, That's a bad example because if you're a guy and you listen to Carly Rae Jepsen, you're going to like it. I'm really struggling with this, with this analogy, but there's something to Carly Rae Jepsen that for some reason, despite, being very high quality pop songs. I think it is like just like a little, like a teeny bit too creative for uh, the, and God bless, God bless like the, 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 the top 40 stuff, but just like a little too creative and a little too thoughtful. Like, I think that like <laughs> if, uh, if like Ariel Rekshad or um, whoever is producing a, a certain Carly Rae Jepsen song, I think they go into it knowing like, okay, I'm going to bring like my, my more fun stuff to this Carly Rae Jepsen project versus like the, Hey, I found the next, Hey there, Delilah. You know, it's not going to be a straight up easy, like you hear it a hundred times and you're sick of it type of thing. Why is like, why are we like that as a society? It's, this is like, <laughs> they're like, we're turned off to like kind of thing clever ever. Shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. The t- why, why do the top things have to be the things that suck? Oh, we discuss this all the time with like, with, I'll be like, Hey, this is a good tweet. And you're like, no, you got to dumb it down a little bit, man. No one's going to care about that. Like that yeah, but like joke you put like, in there. But do we have to dumb down Carly Rae Jepsen? Like is Carly Rae Jepsen too fucking sophisticated <laughs> for us as a people? That, I mean, that, that, that is my only explanation for why she's, for why she isn't constantly like number like, one song. The thing that I love about Carly Rae Jepsen and her music is that like, it's very stupid. It's very stupid. Like, oh, and, yeah. it's, and, and like lyrically and stuff, it's so stupid, but it's done in such a fucking fun and like different way. And yeah. are, we, are we just like, are we not able to, as like a general society to, to take in like a slight thing that is maybe a little too sophisticated for our tastes? You know, my answer to that is going to be yes. That's what it's I've observed. So stupid. Absolutely. That's the case. Are you kidding me? Um, so you, you said that like Carly Rae Jepsen for all intents and purposes, like the, the, the product is very stupid. Uh, 
friend of the podcast, Nora Princiati, uh, pointing out that she is now two for two with literal songs on her B sides. Shout out, oh, Window. I was gonna, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> that song about I was, a window. I was gonna say, has any song aged more poorly than uh, Store? No, because I still love, nobody's I love going store. to the store. Yeah, but nobody's oh, going to the store. <laughs> no song has aged more poorly than store. So that should so that should be a tweet. You should tweet out that song with like, yikes, this one didn't <laughs> age well, Carly. <laughs> Dis- oh god. Uh, yikes. No, but I, I went for a walk today. It's why my allergies are so terrible. But I went for a long walk today, put on this uh dedicated side B, and boy. I mean, after you get through the first song, "Love Isn't This Love Isn't Crazy," which isn't very good, like "Window," unbelievable. "Felt This Way," unbelievable. "Stay Away," "Stay Away," and "Felt This Way" are definitely like a, a package deal. "Felt This Way" is un- unreal. I prefer "Felt This Way," but th- those two are definitely a package deal. Those songs are great, and you just keep going. Like this is what they say. Just okay for me. "Heartbeat," I loved. I am a. I just stand the Carly Rae Jepsen ballads. I really do. Yeah, I mean, you're talking to the fucking, you're preaching the fucking choir here because, I mean, Carly Rae Jepsen is. You're, you, you know, you weren't like a huge all. I, th- I think that I thought the people were annoyed that I liked all that. No? Uh, I don't know. Were you in all that head? Uh, Do you remember I don't that remember. song? I don't remember. Oh, it's, that song, that's like a top three Carly Rae Jepsen I wouldn't song. No, for me. Then, then never mind. Then Tell not, me in, not, if not you in want me if I'm all that. It's very. Oh uh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, no. That song is great, and it's got a. But I wouldn't say top bridge. three. It's got a. I love that song. Yeah, I don't know uh, if it's. Let me see. Top. Three, I wouldn't uh, say top three. That's a fucking. I mean, with how many hits she's had over the past like five years, top three is saying a lot. Yeah, we are recording. Um, by the way, shut up, mate. Yeah, I, I did uh, check before we even started. How do you know? Does um, it say you're being recorded? It oh says yeah, it's recording says, in the top corner yeah. here. You're being watched. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was a little worried with uh, with dedicated side B because, like you said, uh, it certainly wasn't as deep. The, the side A's weren't as deep. Um, and <laughs> it was a lowercase A for out, dedicated. <laughs> yeah. The, the last song that she put out, uh, the last single was just fucking terrible. I forget the name of it. Um, but the like the single that she put out before this, we listened to it. Remember, uh, we listened to it in the group chat and we discussed it. We were like, "Oh no, we're just going to pretend this didn't exist." So I, that's another thing about being a Crowley Ray Jepsen fan. Uh, again, people don't know you can be guy or girl. Usually, the 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 cards fall, the chips fall. Where if you're talking about Carly Ray Jepsen, it's going to just be a group of men for some reason. Um, but Carly Rae Jepsen fans, at least the ones I know, are totally okay with admitting she's got some terrible songs. Yeah, like she's she's extremely hit or miss for me. Like, and when she misses, she fucking misses. But when she hits, yeah. it's just it's constant rotation. I made the comparison so. today. So, uh, so Nora brought that up. We were chatting about the 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 side B, and she brought up like, oh yeah, there's like she's she's gonna have clunkers, and that's just kind of part of the Carly Rae Jepsen experience. So I compared her to Foo Fighters in that like each album has like two or three like oh my god this song is gonna get me through the next couple of years and then like the rest of it is usually just kind of like and there there are exceptions Foo Fighters have a a couple of uh, hot take I'm not gonna say uh, color in the shape I'm gonna say that uh, 
I'm gonna say there's nothing left to lose and uh, wasting light are the two best, two most complete Foo Fighters albums. Anyway, but like they will, it, their greatest hits is going to be unbelievable because if you do like two or three great songs every album and you make a bajillion albums, then it's gonna be great. And also, like the Foo Fighters have definitely already put out like two greatest hits albums, right? That's yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, they actually <laughs> on their. Uh, you know what I like about greatest hits albums uh, that oftentimes they'll record like one or two more songs for it you notice that yeah uh food yeah, fighters which... did that their the, the song on their greatest hits was uh you know wheels when yeah yeah, 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 that's, yeah, a great, that's, that's a great and that's a great song i was like yeah. yo ballsy of you to put that on your greatest hits album knowing that would be like a greatest hit it's like we're just going to expedite this one to the greatest hits album. Yeah. We're not even going to let you guys uh, get it there first. Isn't that incredible though? But like, that would be oh man, I think I would do well if that were like a Jeopardy category, like uh, songs, like greatest like, hits exclusives, right? Like yeah, yeah, greatest hits exclusive songs. Uh, don't sleep on this one from Billy Joel's Greatest Hits Volume Two. Uh, what is the night is still young. Yes, song's not very good. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. No delay the, the yeah. You the, and Alex Trebek just getting into a fucking war over like what what songs are actually good. Yeah, I have thought. I I was thinking the other day how funny it would be if you you were on Jeopardy and you were just like a little too chatty. <laughs> just like Trebek a little would, too. Trebek would fucking hate you. Got to keep going. <laughs> like, would he say something like that? He'd be like, "Shut up, nerd. On with the game." Yeah, Beck like, ah. is really mean when he has to be, and sometimes when he doesn't have to be. What was uh, what was it? Uh, the player that broke the color barrier in? Uh, oh yeah, in baseball? Jackie Robinson. Somebody's like, "What is Babe? Who is Babe Ruth?" And this Ooh, is no this. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Oh no, <laughs> that's why I love when he does a oh no. I don't think he did an oh. I think he just did like a straight up no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. The, my favorite Jeopardy clip is when uh, the girl is explaining uh, like nerdcore rap or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't and, he say so? Does he, he comes with some like toxic masculinity? Isn't he like, yo, you need to get laid or something? He's <laughs> no, he, oh yeah. So he says like he says something like, oh, so people who don't have sex. Is that, didn't he say something like that? Something like that. Yeah. He was like, oh, he yeah, basically just straight up calls her a loser. It was called loser. Yeah. He called, yeah. He called her a loser, or there was some. It was a, something really harsh. God. So uh, we're speaking today exclusively about Canadians to those who haven't noticed. Happy Canada Day, everybody. That's right. You may lose track. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Is there a Canada Day? Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? No, I don't know. How do you generally feel towards Canada? you asked me that genuinely yeah you you said who cares and that had like a very uh that had like a very patriotic energy to it well me and uh, me and canada have have an adversarial relationship yeah yeah i mean have you ever oh oh, the world juniors (laughs) yeah oh well that's annoying okay so like i just mean like in real life though canada is fine i love a fine place i love canada canada's great how many how many places you've been in canada uh, Toronto. Um, I think I've been to Montreal. Uh, and then like wherever you got to go through to get to Toronto. <laughs> okay. So like, I want to go to Buffalo. Vancouver. <laughs> Vancouver is very high on my, uh, on my list. Vancouver is great, but I didn't have, I didn't have a good enough Vancouver experience. I, I went there three times in a week and a half. 
Yeah, and, you had a you, you had a very stressful Vancouver experience. Yes, yeah, so it was at the end of the end of my first year uh, covering sports, and I was that, very that's not a tired. True way to take it. In. I was trying to look for an apartment too. I needed to find an apartment back home, and I had to just keep going back and forth between Vancouver and Boston. There's a picture of me. Uh, a coworker took it. We were in the car driving from Washington to Vancouver, and I just looked like a sleeping little baby because <laughs> I was just too tired. But Vancouver rules. In Canada, I would say I'm uh, I'm I'm very pro Canada. Shout out uh, shout out Canada. Uh, want to talk about the clunkers on this uh, Jepson? Sure. Piece of work? I'm I'm uh, I'm looking at the. She just re- po- posted an Instagram. An apology um, for like, some of the clunkers. <laughs> yes. No. It's a. It's like a receipt. Um, it's a receipt with the track listings and, uh, and then it has all the, the produced by, uh, our guy, Jack Antonoff on the list. Oh yeah. Well, he was on, he did comeback, which was the worst song on there. Right? Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, oh, featuring bleachers. So yes, but I would assume so. That song was so, rough. I haven't made my way, uh, all the way through it yet. I haven't okay, totally so, sank my teeth into it, but give me the rundown. Okay. So again, uh, this love isn't crazy. Not good, it, it actually, or not great. It just kind of sounded like dedicated. It was just like a, a, a not great thing. Window, amazing. Felt this way, amazing. Stay away, amazing. This is what they say, pretty good. Heartbeat, amazing. Summer love, fake Mona Lisa, uh, very solid. Let's sort this out, terrible. Comeback, terrible. And that, the back-to-back, let's sort this out and comeback, is the Bermuda Triangle of this album because it is. <laughs> well, you, you need a ju- third one, then, don't you? That's for how many sides do triangles have? Four, at least, at least two. They have four, but two of them are right angles. Yes. Shout out. Uh, shout out. Uh, shout out geometry. A geometry. I was like, I legitimately can't even. I was gonna say trigonometry, but I'm like, I don't think I learned trigonometry. Hmm. Uh, solo. Uh, I don't really remember Sono that uh, much. Now I don't hate California at all. I liked a lot, and I was loving it until it was pointed out to me. It's a little long. And then I was like, ah, you know what? God damn it. Now that you say it. It's a a five-minute Carly Rae Jepsen song. Yeah, but the great thing about uh, songs that are too long, you can just stop listening to them whenever you want. Yeah, just (laughs) save some for later. It's better to have a song that's uh, that's too long than a song that's not long enough because then you're just going to start listening to it over and over and over again. There's a sandwich place uh, near me, and the sizes are... It's a pizza place that does subs, and the sizes are uh, medium, large, half, and jumbo. And I was looking at the menu, and it was all screwy. It was like a very... It was a bad website. And you know when like a website's bad and like the text doesn't quite convert or whatever so it just kind of looks like it's all on top of itself like bleeds into each other yeah right so it just all looked out of order and i'm like what the hell are these sizes (laughs) all right so you got medium half large jumbo that's four sizes should i go no i'll just go half but indeed half was the third of four sizes and half was just two subs what? <laughs> that what was two subs. I've never gotten jumbo. Jumbo's got to be like uh, they like ring the bell and like come in with the the tray, and there's like three people serving it to you. It's like the belly buster at uh, Chadwick's. 
Is this is this sub shop perchance named Starbucks? Because it's like the two establishments in the world that you don't ever know what size you're ordering. That is such a ballsy thing to be like, you know what? Let's leave them guessing on the size. (laughs) (laughs) Like with a drink, I think you can get away with it easier because it's like if you get too much of a drink, you're like, ah, fuck, whatever. I'll just throw the rest of it this way or whatever. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But for like a meal, that seems like such a waste. You're like, ah, I'll just fucking roll the dice on this one. So I'll tell you what, that place, though, it ended up becoming a favorite of mine because whenever I would, uh, this was in my uh, in my younger days, I would, on like a Friday night, if I was going out, I would order a half a sub, eat one of them, toss it in the fridge, and then come back for it later. In reality, I would come home, forget that I had it, order pizza, and then next the next day, day like, oh, shit, I'm like, not only do I have one slice of pizza left over... I have a sub. Pretty exciting, pretty exciting stuff. So that's the Carly Rae Jepsen development. Haim also has a new song out, and um, it's not amazing. It's not their best, I would say. I've only listened to it once. It's called uh, Don't Want It or Don't Don't Wanna, something like that. Um, Kim Petras, I would say, still has the edge in songs that start with Don't Want. Or... Uh, Shoot, uh, Alabama Shakes, Don't Want to Fight No More by Alabama Shakes, Don't Want It At All by Kim Petras, Don't You Want Me Baby, Don't You Want Me, oh, just a lot of songs like that. You've been eating hot dogs, I hear? I've been eating quite a bit of hot dogs. Hot dog. Uh, I mean, hot dogs are great. Uh, the, like the, I think that my new like favorite comfort food is like two hot dogs, two or three hot dogs, and, uh, and a Miller Lite. So you it's said such trash. So you it's said such this, trash. You said something about Miller High Life. Sorry, uh, three hot dogs in Miller High Life, and I'll tell you, this shows how long this ridiculous thing has been going on. Like two weeks into quarantine, whatever you want to call it, I started doing hot, like hot dogs every day. Yeah, and I did that for a while, and I can't tell you the last time I've had a hot dog. Well, yeah, you can burn out on hot dogs pretty quickly. It still feels like it's like probably like a month ago. I, I went through like a bag of uh, 24 of them and I can crush hot dogs. But what stood out to me was that you said three hot dogs. I because we've had, this million, discuss- we've, had, yeah. we've had this discussion before. As soon as you get past two hot dogs, I think it's in the past so you said, you're right. I disagree. I'm going to bump that up to three. That's so I can so eat three weird. hot dogs now. That's have you had you always been like were you were you no I was on board with, with the, I was on board with, with two hot dogs before I think maybe it's just like I'm just steering into the quarantine grossness and uh. upping my level of like where my standards are set or I guess lowering the level of where my standards are set and I'm down to do three hot dogs now I don't maybe I'm gonna try that out of boredom to check maybe it's like uh, maybe it also helps that I'm drinking the Miller High Life because it's like washing it down yeah no, sort no. of I don't know. I'm just doing a little bit. I'm trying to really now, like, I'm eating terrible food, but I need to start eating uh, less of it. Really uh, pushing, pushing new uh, into a, a new frontier, weight wise. So I got to calm down with that. But now I'll just finish a meal. I'm doing like an at home bang bang. I finished oh, breakfast today yeah. and then immediately made nachos. Oh my god. That is horrifying. And I was like, what? I was like, and I went into this being like, hey, you're not going to have too crazy a breakfast, okay? 
just a couple of eggs and uh what did i do it was like just yeah just a couple of eggs well and i think it. that's probably that's probably where your problem is because if you if you um if you show some self-restraint you can talk yourself oh, into yeah. something worse later i do that all the time like I, I my sleep schedule has been terrible lately and so like this week i've been like okay i'm gonna start early i'm gonna start my work early start at like 7 p.m and I, i'll get like halfway through it at 10 p.m i'll be like oh i deserve a break and i'll go play video games for like three hours and then i'll be right back to where i was oh yeah where i would have been had i started late like it's it's i have no self-control and i'm able to talk myself into doing other bad shit when i when i like start off well yeah have we i mean have we talked about this yet the um like corona habits the terrible it's so bad i yeah i I was thinking about this i don't know it felt like three weeks ago like we've developed or at least i have and i imagine everyone has developed so many bad habits during this time like i show up for work like i one minute before work like before going on tv no we let's see i i probably like six or seven minutes before that. But like, but until I, we, we all go in like five or six minutes beforehand and like we're in a zoom, but until one minute before that, I'm like wearing a t-shirt and I'm just like, I'm barefoot or whatever. I guess the barefoot thing doesn't matter. But like, as far as like changing my shirt, making myself presentable, I don't have to do that until yeah. six or seven minutes before the actual record is hit. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think that will carry over for me, but I think it will carry over for a lot of people where like suddenly they're used to, I don't know. I just feel like everyone's going to start being really late to shit. I mean, I've been doing that for years. So good for me for uh, blazing a path. Um, our discussion on food though, uh, leads us into a, a great transition to our, our first sponsor here. Uh, first did you of know, eight, so buckle up everybody. This <laughs> episode's somebody, suck. somebody, uh, hit me up, uh, when I was, uh, Twitch streaming over the weekend, they were like, can't help but notice you guys have sponsors again. I was like, oh yeah. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh, it boy. only took a, a global pandemic for sponsors to be like, um, we're desperate enough for business to advertise with these guys. One day we'll write that book, man. <laughs> and it will be a banger. Yeah, that book uh, is going to smack. <laughs> Did you know that a healthy diet can help boost a healthy immune system? There's a lot of information going around right now on how to keep yourselves healthy and virus-free. Awaken 180 Weight Loss wants you to know that along with other important preventative measures, eating healthy can help strengthen your immune system too. If your body's preoccupied cleaning up from unhealthy foods, then it isn't able to invest energy in fighting off new diseases, and you may be more likely to get sick and stay sick longer. With Awaken 180 Weight Loss, you can become your healthiest self while still being socially responsible. Instead of gaining weight while stuck at home, why not lose weight while with Awaken 180 Weight Loss? You'll receive weekly one-on-one virtual coaching, the tools and the foods from all the comfort of your own home. Make the most of staying at home during during quarantine time and call the solution for weight loss awaken 180 weight loss online at awaken 180 weight loss.com that's awaken 180 180 weight loss.com hell yeah uh you got topping shamed yeah i, I how, how the fuck loser. did that happen what how, losers how the fuck do you get topping shamed when your take on toppings is that like hey 
ketchup is pretty good and i think it's fine if you put it on your hot dogs oh sick take so like it's like how many moves just just respond to it and say i've had a chicago style hot like that's what you want the 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 topping shamers that's what they want to say they just want it known like hey i've been to chicago i've had the kind with like the celery salt and the the sport peppers and the pickles and the tomatoes and everything yes those those are the best and if we had our way every time we had a hot dog that's what it would be too but right they're not selling that in bags of 24 fucking market basket right i can i can't just stroll over to portillo's when i'm stuck at home uh and i and the worst part about that too is that like that whole that whole thing that whole quote-unquote controversy stemmed from me writing about it in the newsletter and when i wrote about it in the newsletter i literally put as a footnote i was like there's nothing that beats a portillo's hot dog portillo's over everything and people were still like, eh, gross ketchup. So here's where, like, I w- knowing that those people are so annoying, I wish you were like, nothing beats a Portillo's hot dog with a nice long squirt of ketchup. <laughs> because that's how it's supposed to be. Hashtag USA, USA. Yeah, I know. I would have gotten hate mail for days. Topping? But, I mean, it's it's so funny, too, because the dis- like the the high horsing when it comes to fucking hot dogs is just so pointless. You're eating a fucking hot dog. It's the worst thing that you could put in your body. Who cares what you put on it? I, when I do the saddest thing, I do it like a man, like cool. (laughs) You're doing the saddest thing. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh, it's, I mean, it's like, it's like arguing like what kind of wine you're drinking with your Kraft Mac and cheese. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Because you're at the end of the day, you're eating Kraft mac and cheese, and no matter what wine you're pairing it with, it's not a delectable meal. We've been uh, thinking about, and by we've been thinking about, uh, I sent you a link with a question mark, like, I don't know, five months ago. Portillo's does send you, if you want, you can send away for like a thing of dry ice and everything, and they'll send you some hot dogs. And that no, you like- sent the, uh, the Italian beef. Oh, they probably do the hot dogs too, but you they do send the Italian beef. Okay. Uh, it's not the first time someone sent you a beef <laughs> picture by accident. I don't know. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, it'd be great though, is if they, if Portillo's like sent care packages that had like the hot dogs, the, the pickles, the, the tomatoes so all they diced do. up. I'm they telling send you, you like straight up care packages, like Lunchables for Portillo's. Oh no! <laughs> they don't send like kitty ones. They send you some like real thing. Let's see, shop and ship. What do you shop and ship? Not since my second marriage. Um, Chicago style hot dogs. This episode brought to you by Portillo's. Chicago style hot send dogs stuff. You want me to? Say, I'm going to send you the link. No, no. I'm saying this episode is brought to you by Portillo's. Send us shit, please. Oh, that would be great. So uh, in this picture, I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think it's uh, okay. So don't don't look this up. Do not look, okay? You get mm-hmm. 10 of Portillo's beef hot dogs shipped to you or a friend with all the fixings, everything you need to agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it includes 10 hot dogs in a cryovac pouch. 10 poppy seed buns, mustard, relish, a fresh onion, two red ripe tomatoes, two whole kosher pickles, sport peppers, 
and Portillo's hot dog seasoning. Guess how much that costs. How many hot dogs? Ten. Uh, $40. So that's a thing. It's $65. What? Yeah, I'm like, I just like can't. And you know that I'm going to cut that tomato like an asshole. It's yeah. like, the, I, like, can you send someone <laughs> with it? <laughs> you send a personal chef. Can the, uh, speaking of, of, of food, uh, you sent out a call for, uh, you sent out a joke tweet from the brunch account. It said, Woman listen, women listeners, we're talking Carly Rae Jepsen on today's episode. So please submit a topic you'd like us to discuss so it's balanced. A very good tweet, a very good inclusive tweet. To not yeah. forget about our women listeners when we're talking about Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, but somebody responded, Rebecca responded, read the forsaken God, uh, read the God forsaken Robert Pattinson pasta recipe article. And so that was uh, like, that really caught my attention. I, and I looked it up. Uh, Pattinson has a, uh, like a pasta dish specialty that he's been making during quarantine. And, Oh my, it's insane. All right. So here's what Pattinson's Piccolini cuisine. What website is this on? Because all I'm seeing is people writing about this. Yeah. So I don't know what he posted it on, but what I'm looking at right now is The Guardian and somebody from The Guardian made it. Fire and nausea? Yeah. Right. So everything I've, since I've searched, I just searched now, Robert Pattinson, pasta recipe. So is this like when, is this like when a celebrity's trending and like, or like when something's trending and nobody's actually talking about it and people are just tweeting about it and that made it trending <laughs> yes uh, but, uh on the most recent time crisis uh they they said that one of them said that like something was trending and ezra was like and it can be tough during covid to understand why whatever like you see a name trending and it's tough to understand why it is and that's so true a name will just freaking pop up and it has nothing to do with anything and just everyone's talking about how it's trending anyway Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking <laughs> looking at oh so uh oh Jesus yeah it's just people like making it. Um, I was gonna say when I searched for it, the only response, the only things I got were, I made Robert Pattinson's blah blah. blah. I did this. Oh, so I guess it, it was in a, a recent profile by GQ, and he like explained. Uh, <laughs> Okay, here we go. Uh, in a recent profile by GQ, which was styled as dispatches from his social isolation, uh, Robert Pattinson discussed a great many things, including his upcar- upcoming starring role as Batman, being terrified to run outside, and most notably, this very unhinged pasta recipe. Robert begins by saying that he went on YouTube to try and figure out how to microwave pasta. <laughs> All right, which he later describes uh is quote really actually quite revolting uh, blah, blah, blah 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 we finally we get to the good stuff where he actually cooked us his portable pasta the dish which i will 100 percent be recreating is made up of cornflakes which he got in place of breadcrumbs because that's basically the same shit so he says uh, a novelty lighter nine packs of pre-sliced cheese and sauce he puts on latex gloves, the profile reads. He pulls out some sugar, some aluminum foil, and makes a bed, a kind of hollowed-out sphere with the foil. Then he holds up a box of penne pasta that he had in the house uh, and microwaves the raw pasta. 
This sounds so much like doing drugs. Yeah, like it sounds like he's like cooking up pasta, like cooking up in the way that you cook up crack cocaine. Right. I mean, I made macaroni and cheese the other day without, uh, I just made elbows and then threw some butter and cheddar cheese into it. That seemed like an easy enough thing to do. Like, you don't need to fucking take cornflakes. What is what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> uh, so here's just a list of ingredients. One giant, filthy, dust-covered box of cornflakes. One incredibly large novelty lighter. <laughs> Nine packs of pre-sliced cheese. Sauce. Just any sauce, apparently, according to Robert Pattinson. Sugar, penne, half a burger bun, <laughs> aluminum foil, and water. Again, the aluminum foil, that makes it sound like Walt's cooking process. Right. Making meth. So, yeah, so there's a step-by-step process uh, delivered by high snobiety. Uh, oh. you got to microwave the pasta. Pour dry penne in a bowl and cover it with water and microwave for eight for eight minutes. All right. Well, I'm just not going to go any further than that because that's insane. I want to do an article that says uh, I didn't make Robert Pattinson's gross ass thing. (laughs) Yeah, because I just ordered. It sounds like this is literally dangerous to just like light your house on fire. Uh, Speaking of uh, profiles, uh, Jason Isbell was profiled uh, by uh, Stereo Gum. And he okay. was asked about being mentioned in Father John Misty's hit song, Mr. Tillman. Uh, here's his answer. When I heard it, I remembered exactly what had happened. We were in the same hotel. Amanda, his lady, and I were there, I think, to go see Radiohead at Madison Square Garden. We were staying at the hotel, and Tillman was staying there. And I remember we were walking out to the sidewalk to get a car, and Tillman was standing behind me smoking a cigarette on the sidewalk. The car oh, yeah, came, was. and I was like... Oh, hold on a second. And I went back because I wanted to say hey to Tillman. We didn't really know each other at that point. I couldn't find him. He had just vanished. But I guess he had seen me. I think he was on some kind of hallucinogenic drugs at that point. And I think (laughs) seeing me sort of freaked him out. Because, you know, I'm sober, man, Captain Sober. And I think he saw me and was like, oh, no, that's the last person I want to talk to right now. (laughs) So we turned in and hid behind the bushes. (laughs) or something <laughs> inside the lobby it was one of those hotels that has bushes in the lobby <laughs> he went in and hid from me in the corner and amanda came down and i said did you see tillman standing anywhere in there when you walked out and she was like yeah i thought i saw him standing back in the dark he wasn't talking to anyone or anything i think he went from there and played a show in philadelphia where he got angry on stage about a battleship being in the background I went back and watched his performance and thought, well, he's pretty fucked up and he's making a lot of sense. It's not like he's wrong. He just wasn't in the same exact reality as everyone else that day, I think. Uh, so Is what this he's one of those bits where you just completely make up something and then you say at the end, uh, just kidding, I made that whole thing up? The aristocrats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that a real thing? Uh, well, I mean, the thing he's referencing was uh, actually in New Jersey, but the, the battleship thing, that was like the famous Father John Misty rant. He was No, like, but I'm saying, is that, is that, is that like an actual quote from Jason Isbell? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. That is just a fucking chaotic story, and I love it. I mean, he's, it's, it's not the product of, of drugs or, or alcohol, obviously. He's not like, I mean, you, you can goof around sober, but... 
don't know. I, I believe that story. I could see him just running away and hiding <laughs> in the bushes of an indoor place that just has like two plants on either side of the door. I feel like I can't, I, not before this, but like now I guess I can, but I just couldn't imagine Father John Misty running away from anything. Like, oh, I could. Like, like I mean, actively running away from something. For sure. Oh, I could see those legs. He probably And those legs and those Chelsea boots he pro- and those super tight pants, he probably looks like a deer. <laughs> yeah, it probably has like very wide strides. Yeah. Just like shuffling, shuffling off with like a lot of hand movements. Oh, man. He's so cool. New I would album. I love to when. see Father John Misty do some running. Yeah, dude. I wonder what he does to stay in shape. I could see him being just like a person who doesn't eat, so that's why he's skinny. Yeah, I don't know. He did. I did see. I, I forget. He referenced in. Uh, oh, during one of the AMAs, uh, someone asked him if he still had. He used to wear a sweatshirt that said "Legalize LSD," and someone asked him if he still had it, and he was like, "Yeah." doesn't fit me anymore i got too fat and i'm like yo misty you never got that club pal you're right yeah him getting fat is like weighing 111 pounds today's episode is also brought to you by betonline.ag there's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner betonline.ag nascar's back uh and betonline has hundreds of games events and sports to still get in on you can bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC, or even participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament that you can enter for free. Uh, and coming up next Saturday, Bet Online has ex-Chicago Bulls, Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they are calling The Final Dance. That's sure what they're calling it. Okay, then you discuss whether it was a good name for that or the final dance. (laughs) Uh, Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. Bet online, your online wagering solution. That's betonline.ag. I told you about this. I'm going back and forth on it. I'm really considering demanding you watch Mad Men. You got to yeah. watch it. I don't know. I, I think that if we do that, there has to be like there has to be a compromise. There has to be something that that you have to do. Doesn't sound fun. Well, I'll watch Mad Men again. <laughs> You're already doing it. I've been that's seeing what we you tweet about Mad Men. That's what like, we did for, for like two uh, weeks. No, dude, it was only one week. Very pathetic. I watched the whole series again in one week. Uh, that's what we did with uh, the Friday Night Lights thing, right? Mm. You you were doing your first run of Friday Night Lights, and we were like, at the end, we'll have all seen Friday Night Lights. Then let's do a bunch of shit about Friday Night Lights, right? Yeah, but like I I, I like started it on my own. I wasn't demanded to watch. So that's what's Friday tough. Like, but you. I mad. I don't know what like the top ten television shows are ever, but like Mad Men is top five, and I realized it. I, yes. I think that a lot of people actually would say that, but like I realized it's interesting that you did it. that you did make like the the Friday Night Lights comparison because when you texted me um, and you said like yo you got to watch Mad Men and I've told I I told you like I I've tried to watch Mad Men I've watched the first episode probably like three times 
And I just haven't gone beyond that. And like, it's not because I thought it was bad or whatever. It just wasn't enough to hook me from the first episode. And that just happens with me for with like a few shows. And Friday Night Lights was one of them. I've watched the, the premiere episode of Friday Night Lights like six times before I even like got into it. I remember I watched the first episode of Friday Night Lights and I was like, okay, racist. Um, <laughs> do we end up working all this out? Or so I was kind of intrigued to keep watching. I was like, wait, this is what's so beloved. So I, I get that. I mean, that happens with lots of shows. I said to you that that happens to people with The Wire, where they're just like, ah, I don't know. It just like it seems just like too far away, but like not far away enough that it's nostalgic. It's. I remember I watched the first episode of The Wire a couple times, and I was like, ah, I just can't get into it. And then once I pushed through, I was super excited. But uh, Mad Men. Mad Men can be tough because it isn't a particularly exciting show. It's just everybody looks incredible and the dialogue is amazing. And that's really it. It's like, it's, I remember when I was first watching it, I was doing what I did with Breaking Bad, which was like catch up mid series. And I remember I found it a very hard show to binge because it was just, it just kind of slow. But rewatching it, man, I was flying through episodes and it was way funnier than I remembered it being and just way better than I remembered it being. There's all these storylines I completely forgot about. There's all these characters. Pete, you got to meet Michael Ginsburg. He is the best. He's the played by the guy that plays the uh, loopy lawyer in Silicon Valley. You know that guy? The guy just yeah, sits there yeah, with yeah, the guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's the guy who's, who's like, uh, I don't think about you at all. Yes, right. So that's good. Yeah, Michael Ginsburg. Yeah. Uh, and I realized when watching it, so you've never, you've not seen uh, Mad Men. How do you think Not Great Bob is said? Because we've all seen that gif. It's Mad Men, by the way, very, very famous for gifs. Yeah, so I can, I can like hear it in that, in that gif. And it's like, Not Great Bob. So that's the thing. I, that's how I always remembered from that gif. He walks in and Bob Benson says, How's it going, Peter? And he says, not great, Bob. And so it's very different. <laughs> okay. He's like, it's like right. more exasperated. Like, it's funny you should fucking ask because it's <laughs> not great, Bob. How are you? Not great, Bob. Oh, yeah. It's much different than what I expected because I mean, just from that gif, it looks like not great, Bob. It, yeah. It looks like not great, Bob. <laughs> we just went long on not great, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> we did. That's right. The bad boys go long on not great, Bob. We should do like a piece, like uh, an oral history of Not Great Bob. And it's just like the writer, directors, and actors being like, it was in the script. Yeah. Like, that's it. (laughs) Sure, we've seen... He just did it the way that he wanted to. We've seen the gif time and time again. But why was Vincent Cartizer, whatever his name is, yelling at a man on the elevator? Well, it turns out it was from a television show that ran in the... 2000s in North America called Mad Men. Bob asked Pete how it was going. Pete, very pissed at Bob, said, not great, Bob. But yeah, dude, between that, between I don't think about you at all, there's just some, there's there's very good uh, repartee in that show. A lot of good, like, back and forth without it being too sore. I mean, I believe you. Um, right now, though, like, I, I only have time for, like, one show. Uh, which sounds ridiculous, but it's just how consumed my life is is by video games at this point. Uh, I only have time for one show, and I'm watching Veep. Yes, 
Awesome. Yeah. I'm watching Beep and it's very fucking funny. And it's the where are you? Uh I'm like in middle of season two. Like I'm going pretty slow. Uh, uh it's like I mean it's it's an easy I would understand that it's an easy show to fly through. I yeah. So like I've watched it and like I've probably watched like seven episodes at a time, but I'm only through season two. Have you gotten to the part? I think it's late season two, maybe. Um, I don't give it away, but uh, we're they're celebrating something, and Elijah is is that his name? Yeah, it's Elijah, the yeah. tall guy. Yeah, Elijah is outside of the room where they're celebrating, and he's waiting to get in. Or no, Jonah. Jonah, Jonah. Yeah, yes. Uh, have you and Zach Wood says something to him? No, I haven't got there yet. Fuck, you're you're coming up on it, and it is. I don't think it's considered like a top Veep moment, but I think it's the. I think it's like the number one Zach Wood moment in history. Wait, is that is that dude? Is a Loopy lawyer also in uh, Veep? He didn't he play uh, the the guy who like weasels his way in? Oh, not Dan. That's not the same guy. No. Okay, they kind of look similar. That would be amazing, though. No, the Loopy Lawyer. Let's let's find Loopy Lawyer. Um, let's see. Uh, Michael. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they look similar. Also, oh. I'm pretty sure. Let's see, Ginsburg has a mustache and is kind of all over the place. Ben Feldman. Yeah, that's a handsome guy. I mean, so is so is Dan. Oh yeah, Dan's great. Dan, Dan is Dan's a lot of people's favorite character. Because he is the worst human. He gets progressively worse as the show goes on. I mean, I don't understand how you could watch that show and, and not have Jonah be your favorite character. Yeah, Jonah, Jonah is fucking hilarious. Jonah, and uh, you haven't gotten to him yet, but uh, Richard Splett. No, I, haven't, I don't know who that is yet. Richard but, I mean, Jonah, Jonah is like a tough, tough person because it's like he rotates between being like just this funny doofus and being like actually problematic. Oh yeah, I mean, really, everyone on that on that cast in that cast is very problematic. Um, but every character on that show is a homer. Like Amy is <laughs> amazing. Obviously, Selena and the relationship she has with her daughter is just absolutely it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> She's like, the meanest, coldest parent in the world. But I mean, everyone on that show is incredible. But uh, you're coming up. I think it's season three. They introduce Richard Splett, who is like, this genius, but very, um, very uh, Buster Bluth in that, like, he's got a million degrees, but, like, you can just blow on him and he'll probably fall over. Uh, and he's played by Sam Richardson, and he is hilarious. Yeah, Veep's the Veep's the best. I, sh- I should rewatch that. I watched that for the first time, like, uh, a little less than a year ago. Crazy about it. But uh, yeah. Matt Walsh is great in that show, by the way. Like, Matt Walsh is a guy who shows up in, in so much shit. Just completely and then, like, impotent. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a guy who shows up in so much shit and, like, never gets to shine, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't seen him I think in the he's, right like, stuff. beloved in the comedy community. But everything that... Right. But as, like, an actor, he's, he's like, more he's of, like, like, a, a work that guy. Yeah. Right. And, like, in this show, he just fucking kills it. And he just gets completely just, like, totally run over by everybody. Oh, so amazing. Uh, wait, who did I say is everyone's favorite character in the show? Who did I? Uh, 
Oh, I said Dan's a lot of people's favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. Jonah, Jonah's probably the, the most popular. Jonah and Selena both get so comically ridiculous. Like by, by the last season, um, <laughs> by the last season, it's they're the most absurd people in the world. Uh, great show. But yeah, dude, start, start, start watching Mad Men after because I don't know. I need your thoughts on Peggy. I need your thoughts on Meredith. There's this uh, receptionist, Meredith, and she's so positive and she's so cheery. She's so nice. Everybody hates her. They're so mean to her because they're always in a rush and they're always like trying to do something. Everything's going so bam, 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 a lot of business. Oh, we're going to meet with uh, Shell Keneally's going to come in here, blah, blah, blah. Here comes Duck Phillips. And she's just slowing everything up just a teeny bit by just being a little too polite, too nice. And everyone is so fucking mean to her. It's it's horrible. What a show. Um, do we have time for one more thing? Yeah, I think we do, right? Yeah, we do. All right. I found something ridiculous. I'm going to text it to you. Um, hold on. I was on either an Instagram Live or something, Lamorne Morris posted something where he was telling somebody that he was on the, a list put out in 2016 – by Cosmopolitan, there was the 50 hottest men on TV, and he was on the list. And he was, like, very, very proud of that. So, love you mean it, Lamorne. But I was like... Are we, talk- are we talking hot guys now? Ooh. A little bit. But I was like, love you mean it. I got to see the rest of this list. Because... <laughs> I'm, I mean, Lamorne's not Lamorne's a bad-looking l- guy by any means. Right, no, he, Lamorne's he sh- good. But, like, he's not... He should never be on a, the, the 50 hottest people on TV, especially on TV. And at like first I was like, like... If he was like the 50 hottest people in this room, I'd be like, yeah, right. I could see that. Do you know that but Flight of the Concord song? On TV? Like on TV song? right now? So I, I even thought I was like, maybe it was like a on TV this like second. this fall season. <laughs> no, like meaning like as I publish New Girl is On, <laughs> he is one of the top 50... People and I was like, the oh, top fifty hottest people on this episode of New Girl. Right. I was like, I, I don't know what else is airing at that time, but I could see it in, in one given time, maybe. But this was ever, and I look at this list and I gotta say, big trash. What a weird list. All right, uh, Let's hear it. Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy, very hot. very hot, very hot, extremely hot. Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy. Jeez, watch watch another show, will you? Is that uh, is that McLovin? That's I think that's Mc, McLovin, as they call him. Yep. Um, Wait, his name is not Patrick Dempsey, is it? It's Patrick something, isn't it? Yeah, it's Patrick Dempsey. Oh yeah, it is Patrick Dempsey. Okay, yeah, very yeah, hot. And he's, very hot. He's, yeah, uh, Jeremy Allen White, Shameless. Don't know who that is. No, me neither. Uh, Jason Priestley. Beverly Jason Hills, Priestley, nine hundred two one zero. That like, was a thousand years ago. Wait, oh wait, is Jason Priestley? It's Hold exactly on. who you think it is. He's the fucking guy. He's Mister uh, Pink. Is that his name? No, not Mister Pink. Uh, I don't think so. I feel like Jason Priestley was only in fucking Beverly Hills nine two. Oh, okay, no. All right, wait. Who's the guy in in Reservoir Dogs? The 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 psycho. You know what I'm talking about? No. He's in other stuff. He's in uh, Kill Bill Volume 2. Michael oh, Madsen. Like, oh, yeah. Michael Madsen. He's in all those Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. Let me tell you. He looks... He, he didn't age well. I, I 
I mean, neither did Jason Priestley, really. I mean, Jason Priestley's not hot. Uh, Brian Austin Green, Beverly Hills 902-0. I don't know who that is, but he looks a little young. Uh, Matthew Fox, Party of Five and Lost. Is Matthew Fox the main guy in Lost? Because if so, he's not bad. But like, what's he doing on this list? Is this a list that's just like only about like like major cable TV? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so far These we're are like literally only like ABC, right? Fox. Uh, we also got Josh Holloway from Lost. He plays I forget that guy's name, but he's the bad guy. You know what I'm talking about? He's dude. Hot. All I need to know is Matthew. I just googled Matthew Fox. Yeah. That guy is not hot, right? Like if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, okay, that guy's pretty handsome. But like on TV, this guy doesn't even. Be- this guy shouldn't even sniff the top 500. Hot is he on the TV. subject of uh, look up Josh Holloway? He's okay. Um, is he the subject of the uh, the the unpleasant conversation between the the main characters in Knocked Up? Does she say she's uh, going to interview Matthew Fox, and he's like, "Oh, tell him he sucks. I think that guy's terrible." And then he doesn't say, like, "I hope like the interview goes bad because he sucks." Or something <laughs> like he's just like saying all the wrong things, and she's like. Oh, he's like, no one cares about that guy. He's like, well, I hope they do because I'm interviewing him. And he's like, just shitting all over him. So this, uh, this Matthew, this Josh Holloway guy. He's good. He's got a weird face situation going on. He's got, his his mouth is very wide. So his mouth goes like across his face. The first picture, when you search for him, his mouth looks like it is just going a mile. Uh, Billy Brown, How to Get Away with Murder. I'm zooming in. This It's a faraway picture. Oh, yeah, he's very handsome. Um, Adam Driver, girls, of course. Um, Steve Young? I mean, he's very handsome. But, like, I, we've talked about him, and, like, we've definitely called him hot. But have yeah, you ever I think- been... No, like I've never been like, oh, gotta have him. But like, right. I, 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 I don't know if I've said that about anybody on, on Walking Dead. I respect his place on that list. Has any has anyone said that about anybody on Walking Dead though? Are people Maybe like John Bernthal? Oh yeah, people. Yeah, I don't know, like I, I think that he's like that. Like Steve that is, like that you solidly handsome. Point. You make a good point that like the walking dead for as mu- as like much as of an ensemble cast that it's had over the years nobody like, like really insanely hot well i don't know about that i mean i think that uh that uh i forget her name but whoever plays um glenn's uh glenn's maggie betrothed. yeah maggie's I, very very hot i think that she's a babe but but like yeah th- that show i never really had like a sex symbol no. uh, michael c hall no Past. no way what taylor kitsch taylor kitsch for sure time. should be number one right michael b jordan yes yep. it's about time dude i kid you not zach guilford it says no way front of the podcast well, I mean, like, but like what are we doing i mean lamorne's a friend of the podcast too but like we can we can we're gonna be honest like yeah we, we can't i mean zach guilford is is not I, so I, I would say that like Zach Guilford has aged pretty well, and he can look very good when he wants to. But it, when we're talking about like hottest people on TV, we're talking about like, people that are throwing haymakers, and right. Zach Guilford has never gone in trying to throw haymakers. Right. So he's just like maybe that's sexy to some people that like. Uh, so it's, he's 
clearly not trying to be a sex symbol or, or something yeah. like that. And like he comes off as cute or whatever, but like, you know how many hot people there are on TV? Right. Like the, 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 the constant the constant argument against people's talent is that like oh they're only on TV because they're right because they're pretty right yeah right um, Vincent Rodriguez the third you have not seen Crazy Ex Girlfriend I have this guy is very very cute I don't mm, I don't know maybe he plays such a meathead <laughs> that maybe I'm a little distracted by his character but I think I, I, it's like a very cute not hot uh, John no, he's Hamm, not he's right. not. John Hamm, it's about time. Where you been? Ian Somerhalder, hardly know her, uh, from The Vampire Diaries. I'll tell you what, in this picture, he looks an awful lot like a vampire. Let me look up The the Vampire Diaries, because that doesn't sound like a show that is on basic. Nor was Mad Men. Oh, yeah. So this is opening it up across the board. What are they Uh, doing? (laughs) Uh, Brashear Y. Gray from Empire. I only got one photo here. I need a second opinion. Let's see. How do you spell Brashear? Oh, uh, I see him. Brashear Y. He's handsome. Let me see. Very handsome. Oh yeah. Okay. He's got it's, he's got great dimples. Took me a took me a few took me a few pictures, but. Yeah. Okay. We'll give you that one. Um, so they're like three for 50 so far. <laughs> uh, Tyler Blackburn. Hey. Pretty Little Liars. Excuse me. Who is this? Looks, looks like a, another cute, not handsome. Will oh, Smith. Yeah. Will Smith. Oh, Will Smith. It's like call my dad hot like will smith's just been like part of my life forever what's he on tv for never really looked at him that way this is just like a, this is tv like all yeah. time it says, yeah it says fresh prince of bel-air i could see like back in the day like people thought he was hot yeah but i didn't realize that this was like an all-time list are you fucking kidding me uh nico tortorella from younger so when you said when you Seems said disposable. Jason Priestley for nine hundred two one zero, I thought you meant like the nine hundred two one zero reboot that yeah. was like on TV at the time. And so I was like, okay, whatever. Like it must have been on at the time that this list was written. But if they're talking about all time TV people, to have some of these people listed on there, like delete your fucking website. Scott Foley. It says from Felicity and Scandal, but I know him as I believe I know him as uh, Sean from Scrubs. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. That guy's like a weatherman. He's like a right. David Boreanaz. He's, he's just got like big lips, man. He's got like, <laughs> like a, he's got like a, a cute lower What's, facial situation. What is the difference between that guy and David Boreanaz? I don't know. David, David Borealis. Borealis. <sighs> David Borealis. Aurora Borealis. Whatever. I think it's, uh, Andy Milanakis. David Boreanaz is look look up David Boreanaz. They're they're the same guy. Oh, I know who that is. I had no idea that's how that name was said. If you yeah. were just like David Barn, I was gonna <laughs> say I was I would have known who you meant. But those two guys are the same person. Uh, Danielle Sunjata from Graceland. Um, yeah, he's got like a little salt and pepper beard. Yeah, yeah. His his hair is terrible in this picture, but. I could see him being hot normally. Uh, Kit Harrington, Game of Thrones. How do we feel about that? Uh, he's he's 
he's hot, but like he's he's hot because of like his character on the show, a big part of it. Like I would say that um that uh who uh what's the his last name's Madden. He played uh, he was in um the 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 Queen movie. He played the uh or no, he was in the Elton John movie. He played the same character as the guy from the Queen. Oh, movie. right. Um what's his name? Madden um fuck. Uh what was the name of the Elton John movie? Uh, Richard Madden. His name is Richard Madden. That guy is hotter than uh Kit Harrington. And what is Richard uh yeah, I could see that. Also, this picture, people have uh, told me that I look like Kit Harrington, and I've always disagreed. This picture, I'll begrudgingly say a little bit. It's just because of the hair and like the facial hair. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Amari Hardwick from Power. Uh, I'd never seen this man before, but I'm saying goddamn because he's breathtaking. <laughs> is that is that the uh, the main character on? I don't know. On, uh, Amari Hardware? Hardwick. Okay, Murray Hardware. Um so yeah, so that's the main guy from uh from Power. And yeah. he's very, very handsome. Uh, he, Charlie, he's got like he's got like the just like the broad shoulders. Yes, he's just right. beefy. Guy's very hot. Charlie Hunnam. Of Charlie course, Hunnam for sure. Hell for, yeah. Or uh for undeclared. <laughs> yeah. I hate that I can't find Undeclared <laughs> anywhere. I've been I've been having a hankering for Undeclared. Yeah, I'm very glad that I watched it when I did when it was on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but it, Charlie Hunnam man is a is a real sex symbol. Uh, that guy brings it. Yes. Uh Adam Brody? No. The OC. Wait, is Adam Brody the guy that was in um Hide and Seek? Or Ready or Not? Yeah, yep, yep. Oh, yep. okay. Okay. Well, I, so I'm going to vote against Adam Brody for the OC, but I will vote for uh, Bounce Back Brody. I mean, like people love him. I like and, new Brody, and, and I think that he's very he's very cute, and like people love him. And so, like, sort of a respectful pick. But if we're, again, if we're going top fifty all time, yeah, no. Uh, Ed Westwick from Gossip Girl. He looks okay. He's got like a. Chris Hardwick? He's a, a little too too Efron for my liking. Okay. Uh, then we have Lamorne Morris, and I got to say, Lamorne, I don't know if you picked the uh, picture or what, but that's a solid picture. So at least he, I don't know if this is like a thing that you got to campaign for it or whatever. They chose a good picture of, of Lamorne. Who, again, is Lamorne even the hottest guy on New Girl? I don't see. I That's tough. Um let me think. I mean, uh, no, I would say that I would say that Damon Wayans Jr. is oh is yeah more attractive. Yeah, I forgot. I I wasn't thinking of Coach. I was thinking of the, uh, the like main Nick crew. isn't Nick is like yeah. maybe in a more like endearing, approachable way. I guess yeah. I, I don't get like the appeal of Max Greenfeld. Right. He's. Uh, I'm trying to think of who I'd compare him to, where it's just. Like he's not unattractive. It's just like he's not. He needs he a scar bring or anything something, enough. To, yeah, he doesn't bring enough anything enough unique to the table. Right. He needs a, a scar. But I you know, who, you know when that show was really hot was the uh, like the older dude who dated Jess for a while. Oh yeah, I forget his name. That that's a uh, that's a legit actor. I forget his. Yeah, name. for sure. But I, I mean, he was like he was a like a '90s heartthrob kind of like he would be the leading man. Right. In a, in a movie with with uh, Julia Roberts, I think he maybe was at some point. What's his 
uh, Russell. Russell, yeah, yeah. Russell, new girl. Dermot Mulroney. Oh name? yeah, Dermot Mulroney. They, uh, they, I, I also know him from uh, SNL. Did a game called Dylan McDermott or Dylan or Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> and it was just like a picture of one of them. It's like, which one is this? And no one could get it because they're like, ah. Oh, so this? yeah. Uh, so he was the leading man in uh, in my best friend's wedding Ooh, with Julia okay. Roberts, and then uh, in my in the wedding date with uh, um, the, the wedding uh, date. Deborah what Messing. A, what a lazy movie name. <laughs> yeah. The wedding date. He was in Friends. Who did he play in Friends? Did he date Rachel? He definitely dated. Oh, is he? Huh? He was he. No, there's no way. I'm I'm not even going to say it. This would be wrong. Uh, I was going to say he was Joshua, but he wasn't. No, he definitely wasn't. Derma. Joshua had a curly, like, red hair. No, he didn't. Not Joshua? Red hair. Yes, he did. Oh, he was he like, had, a, he had, like, like, like a blonde. Yeah, maybe it could have been a red thing. Derma-roni. Yeah, so Dermot Moroni uh, dated um, uh, Jennifer Aniston and friends. Rachel and Gavin. Ah. Uh. Gavin, this sounds familiar, but I can't place it. Um, Blair Underwood from L.A. Law and Sex in the City. I will give it to him, actually, and then some. Joshua was uh, Tate Donovan, and he was in the O.C. He played Marissa's dad in the O.C. Uh, Jimmy Smits uh, from NYPD Blue and Dexter. This guy kind of looks like Sting in this picture. I will will not approve. Uh, Idris Elba, what took you so long? Uh, Evan Peters from American Horror Story. Yeah, this just looks like they needed to find like a list of guys who were on TV. Like a lot of these people just look like guys. This kid just looks like a, a guy. They do have um, what's his name? The uh, the guy who's married to Sofia Vergara, who we right. like to make fun of his name. Joe Manganiello. Of Joe Manganiello. Manganiello. Joe Manganiello. Um, Neil Patrick Harris. His uh, speaking of how I met your mother, Neil Patrick Harris, on there. It says for Doogie Hauser though. Is that problematic? <laughs> it's gotta be. Whoa! <laughs> Excuse your people watching what? Doogie Hauser saying this kid's hot. <laughs> what? We report the author of this piece. Ooh, uh, oh, like that. I think you kind of buried the lead here. Like the 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 fifty hottest guys to ever appear on your television. That's what you. Like that to ever appear on your television, like that could even open it up to like movies, commercials. You got a broken TV. <laughs> uh, George Clooney, yeah, of course, okay. got to be good at something. Michael J. Fox, very no. cute. I don't, I can't say he was hot. Very cute. Um, Alexander Skarsgård, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, with I'll that. give that to you. Uh, Joe Manganiello, hell yeah. Christopher Noth, I can't decide if that guy's handsome. You know who that is. No, he's uh big in Sex in the City. He just looks like a person who's probably rich. That doesn't um, make you hot. I'm going to it now. Yeah, that guy's yeah. He's so he's big from Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. He's not hot. He's just like okay. That guy like that guy carries himself well and probably has a lot of money. Right. Uh, Mark Paul Gossler. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm totally, a little cute totally about that. Remy Malik. Great hair. Yeah. Randy Malik. So he's polarizing. <laughs> I, uh, I think that he's 
I, I don't know, but like super hot. Uh, I, I think he's like he, attractive. But he's uniquely attractive, but yeah. he's not the, one of the fifty hottest guys to ever be on your television. So here's what I was wondering when it said that of all time, I was wondering if this guy would be on here, and he is. Desi Arnaz. That's fine. Yeah, very handsome. Joshua uh, Jackson. Joshua Jackson. Just what? okay for me, dog. Yeah, although. Pretty hot in that episode of Dawson's Creek that we once watched. That's for, right. Uh, Halloween. That man, he's going to make be a filmmaker. Uh, Milo Venti- Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia. He doesn't look good in this. So picture. he's in a. So he's the guy who dies in uh, This Is Us. He's the father. Oh. He has aged extremely well. Nice. Sam Hewen. Sam Hahn. Outlander. Looks t- like this doesn't look like a hot person to me. Nope. Um, that looks like Chris Pratt in quarantine. Uh, Jaime Camille. Doesn't look that hot. Zoom. Oh, nah, wow. Looks, nah, oh, I think wow. Pretty handsome. Oh, the next one is an interesting choice. Yes, I am absolutely on board. John Cho, really? I wouldn't have thought of that, but very handsome guy. Yes. He's handsome, but 50, 50 all time? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's just say that of the people we've gone through so far, uh, Idris Elba, John Hamm, and Taylor Kitsch are like the only three people that actually belong on this list. Like George and Clooney. George Clooney, right. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Amell. Attractive, but Fine. I mean, if Donald you want to put him on like, yeah, Donald Glover is a, is a strange choice. This is, so like, because it's, it's him on Community and he's way hotter now that he was on Community. Right. Yeah, he was... <laughs> Like now he's got like a certain like ruggedness to him. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's way more attractive than like, he was like very clean cut, very, uh, yeah. like buttoned he just looked up, like, like very a, young, like a nerdy young kid. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't help that he was always like playing people going to school. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he just seemed like he was like just too into his studies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean like Doogie Hauser, this, this list is being problematic. It's just, they love kids that are going to school. All right. Well, that's your 20. We should go continue to do that. Find old lists that were published like within the last 10 years, but like not within the last three or four. So that's your 2016 list of the hottest people on television. You can uh, tweet, tweet what, you, what you think about that. 